2: The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video.
3: Greetings, citizens of Atlanta. It's me, Adam West, Batman. And you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Holy regurgitation, Batman. You're right, Robin, old chum. Listen at your own peril or tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio 106.7. The Kimmer is easy to get along with once well, you going. learn to worship him. <laughs> the Kimmer Show yep. on News Radio 106.7. There we go.
4: Look out. Stand by. Twelve oh five, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 106.7. How you doing? Happy Wednesday. We made it. Beautiful weather too. Is this great weather or what? Man, it's nice. And here is Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones. It was on this day in 1965. Keith Richards came up with a riff that formed the foundation of I can't get no satisfaction. He was staying at a motel in Clearwater, Florida, and he co-wrote this riff with Mick Jagger that was recorded less than a week later to put it on the on the single released to the United States June 6th. But uh, he was uh, the, the concert they did in Clearwater, Florida was cut short because the fans got too rowdy. So they had to cancel the concert, went back to his motel in Clearwater and wrote this Keith Richards, right here. Hey, hey,
0: hey. Can't
4: I get, can get no satisfaction. Hey. I can't get no I can can't get no satisfaction, baby. I think we all know this riff, huh?
0: And I we
4: got a whole satisfaction.
0: Yeah. yeah. I
4: can't get no All right, I got it. 12.06, it's on to the camera. News Radio 106. I was so. there we go. All right, we got a billion things and a billion things. I mean, Almost, well, almost a billion things. It's true. Uh, first of all, The uh, Well, I almost hate doing this, and I don't feel like weeping, so I'll I'll gloss over it quickly eventually. The police dog who would not leave his fallen master. The oldest vet in America showing off his assault rifles. (laughs) 109-year-old vet. Also, oh, my goodness, I didn't know this existed, but in a certain community, a central part of China, there's an all-female life-saving group of women. Uh, for the lakes and oceans or whatever. They have oceans in China? I don't think they have any oceans in China, actually. Anyway, uh, (laughs) the famous Chinese ocean is right there on the north side. Anyway, uh, they have this all-women's life-saving group, and they're having a problem because men will go out in the water and pretend to be drowning. So when the women swim out to get them and they have to, you know, grab onto the men, the men are taking the opportunity to cop a feel. So And it's been happening so often that now the female lifeguards are putting body cameras hidden in their swimsuits so they can catch the guys who just are pretending to drown so they can cop a field on the way to shore. I didn't know you could do... Can you do that? I didn't know you could do... All right, so here's a question. What is the greatest way you've ever found to cop a field? And ladies, let's not be uh, discriminatory. Have you ever accidentally, uh, you know fond little guy or uh, or or allowed yourself to be in that position just for the fun of it? I'll bet you have. And now this is, all, we're keeping it all adult now. We're all in the same family here together. But I'll bet you, I think it might be interesting to see what you uh, maybe, I'll bet you ladies have uh, deliberately, accidentally, allowed us to say, we got to go no force anything. Also, ISIS in 15 states. Chuck Norris thinks the feds are going to take Texas. He thinks there's, there's a military operation coming up this summer. And uh, Chuck Norris believes that the feds were going to take Texas. More on the knife in Baltimore. The Ferguson Memorial. <laughs> this is incredible. The people of Ferguson, Missouri, <laughs> the Michael Brown case, have established a memorial in his honor, in, in like in the street where his body laid. Uh, and uh, and uh, the, even the attorney general herself, a new one, uh, Loretta Lynch, has actually come out and said... No mother deserves to lose a son every time he tries to rob a store and kill a cop. I mean, this is, to me, I think we are totally in agreement there, ma'am. Totally in agreement. We'll also talk about the girls brawling in Cedar Grove. And the teacher apparently was on the phone at the time. The 911 Pizza app, saving the Pizza Hut uh, lady. Also, uh, manly apps and how dude are you? Have you heard any of these things? we got some manly apps. And I don't know there was an app for the Ben Franklin 13 Virtues. Have You ever heard of that? Ben Franklin had thirteen virtues he tried to live by every day. <laughs> yeah, right. we know what he was doing over in France anyway and and you can get an app so you can live like Ben Franklin with thirteen great virtues, which I'll uh, give to you here shortly. Also, the filth in your beard, <clears throat> the navy goat, the price is right, <laughs> Everybody who wants to use this treadmill take one step forward, not so fast, you lady in the wheelchair. <clears throat> also, Justin Verlin are getting ripped social media, the skeletons on the Colorado River. And a couple of other things, including uh, this just in to us now. Where's my Hillary Rodham Rodham thing? Where did it go? Well, here we go. Hillary Rodham Rodham, Hillary Rodham Rodham, has just made, uh, come out with a statement which said, I don't know if I could only find it. All right, where's my statement, Pete? What statement? Where the hell is my Hillary? Oh, here it is. I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Uh, Hillary Clinton says, quote, I admire Margaret Sanger enormously. Her courage, her tenacity, her vision, unquote, Hillary Clinton on Margaret Sanger. Margaret Sanger's quotes, quote, colored people are like human weeds and need to be exterminated, unquote, Margaret Sanger. Margaret Sanger, because the conditions of large families tend to involve poverty and illness, it is better for everyone involved if a child's life is snuffed out before he or she has a chance to pose difficulties to its family. And then perhaps my favorite, quote, uh, this was from uh, 1922, Women and Birth Control. We should hire three or four colored ministers, preferably with social service backgrounds and with engaging personalities. The most successful educational approach to the Negro is through a religious appeal, we don't want the word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. And the minister is a man who can straighten out that idea if it ever occurs to any of the more rebellious members. <laughs> <laughs> you rebellious Negroes, and you know who you are. <laughs> Margaret Sanger. Yeah, that was a real lady for you. huh? <clears throat> also, hold on a second. Speaking of the... You know what? There, there's a difference between men and women. There just is, and I think it's time we come to grips. Little-known facts, the difference between the sexes. Listen, for example... It takes seven seconds, little things you didn't know. It takes seven seconds for food to pass from mouth to stomach. A human hair can, thro- can hold three kilograms of weight. The length of a male appendage is three times the length of its thumb. The femur is as hard as concrete. A woman's heart beats faster than a man's. Women blink two times as much as men. We use 300 muscles just to keep our balance, and when we stand, it takes 300 muscles to stand up. A woman has read this entire text. A man is still looking at his thumb.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All right, look out! It's twelve twelve on News Radio. Feeling right? It's obvious in your eyes. Tell us with your voice.
3: (laughs) Yeah, feel this. This is Doctor Phil, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. How's that working out for you? If you must, listen to the Kimmer weekdays noon to 3 on News Radio 1067.
2: The Kimmer Now. Yeah. news, weather, and
4: traffic on your ride home. Yeah. On News Radio 106.7. Yeah.
3: Well, there you are, <laughs> right folks. This is Jay Leno. <laughs> hey, Jay. This portion of the Kim Peterson Show <laughs> yes. is brought to you by yeah. David Letterman. David And yeah, No wonder he's retiring. Lately, when it comes to ratings, David's pretty much a regular guy. <laughs> How'd that show work out, by the way? <laughs> and now,
4: here's your Yikes. host, Kim Peterson. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jay. 1219, it's only the Kimmer. It's only me on News Radio 106.7. Yeah, baby. Every now
1: and
4: then? Every now and then he hits you in the face or what? I like to
1: hear something from us. And then he
4: beats you in the head with a shovel and then what? Easy. Yeah, and then he hits you nice and easy and then hits you nice and hard. Ike Turner. She she should have killed him a long time ago, man. This was the day in 1971. Easy. Ike and
0: Tina Turner
4: got their only gold single for Proud Mary. Take the beginning of this song. That was 1971. And then 13 years later, 84, Tina Turner comeback hit, What's Love Got to Do With It came out. Anyway, yeah, she should have killed him. He was beating her her whole married life. Beat her up. Don't take it, ladies. Shoot him. Make sure your life is in danger, that you can confirm that your life was in danger and you were protecting uh, yourself and others' lives, and then kill him. Shouldn't have to take that. 1220 on News Radio 1067. Oh, I got someone the camera. oh wait a minute. Hold on. We got Brett, and uh, I'll tell you, we're going to give away, uh, we're going to have you sing your favorite hymn to give away tickets for Need to Breathe, the uh, Christian group at the Verizon Amphitheater on May 16th. Sing a line from your favorite hymn at 1230. Not now 1230. Wait, and Brett and Gary, come. it's a newsmaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsmaker line. Uh, good afternoon. I do it. I thought, I thought, I thought i thought, a putty camera. This is Mike Tyson calling. Hey, champ, how's it going?
3: Well, you know, I hate to sound bitter, but you know, life just isn't fair. It isn't fair, sir? Well I mean I abuse women and I wind up in prison Floyd Mayweather the women he makes 110 million bucks I mean I don't mean to sound bitter but it's just not fair <laughs> it's just I mean really not fair. if I had to do it all over again Kimmer, yeah. Yeah, sir. you know I would have shot Desirée Johnson in Washington and then that way DA Danny Porter would have pulled some strings to get me released you know
4: <laughs> It's a long arm of the law
3: by taking it as a sugar loaf, the case would have been closed. And, you know, that, <laughs> my friend, is the painful truth. That's some pull up there, don't they? <laughs> Painful truth. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's not fair. Mayweather made $120 million yeah. Saturday night. Manny yeah. made $56 million. I, Mike Tyson, made a 16 inch piece at my new job at Papa John's. <laughs> <laughs> Police Chief Cassandra Jones had stopped by for a light snack, and I, I said to her, I said, Chief, are you going to take this that that to the office? She said, What's an office? <laughs> Not if
4: it's Monday. <laughs>
3: You know, Kimmer, back in the old days when yeah. I, Mike Tyson, yeah. was with Don King and, you know, I was rolling in the dough. Rolling in the I got to tell you, I thought that I'd seen every luxury known to man, Kimmer. Really? Well, yeah. But yeah. then I got a peek inside the Steve McCoy prize closet. My <laughs> God, it's like a, like a Saks Fifth Avenue in there, Chachi. I mean, it's unbelievable. I guess, I, a... I guess when the management tells a Kimmer it's not in the budget, they're talking about his budget, you know? <laughs> And not the whole station, just. You know, you know. Yeah, it's obvious they'll open up the checkbook for shows they really care about. you know. Well, shows they're take. invested in, shows they're committed to. Alex, I'll take. Again, you're not really sure who I am, so it's all right. <laughs> got to ask yourself a question, Kim. What's I mean, that, if sir? a third grade dropout like Mike Tyson can figure this crap out. Why well, can't hear you? I mean, it's time I'm, to smell the coffee. I have a
4: master's degree, for God's sakes. I know. <laughs> uh,
3: Lindsay Lohan just texted me with a few tips. Oh, she, she said. Did. Yeah. You should compliment the officer on his uh, uniform, uh, tell him he's got a great physique, like the way he wears a whole, oh, wait a minute, it's ways to, not ways to feel a cop. It's
4: ways to cop. <laughs> the cop feels backwards. I worked so hard on that one. <laughs> I know, sir. Well, you know, it's like the, you know, it's like that group, Damn, Mothers Against Dyslexia. Again, you just, you know, sometimes it <laughs> just
3: doesn't uh, come out the right way. Yeah, they didn't believe in dog or something. They raised <laughs> <atheist>, so. <laughs> didn't believe in John Boy's girlfriend. I mean, oh, you know. oh,
4: that's rough. That's rough. <laughs> Mike feeling. Tyson. Thank you, Mike. A champ. I love it. Look out. I'm
3: going to listen tomorrow morning see if I can win a Rolls Royce.
4: <laughs> Mercy! 1223. Let's get back to the phones. I got your topics, got your issues. Here's uh, Brett, the truck driver on News Radio 106.7. How's it going, Brett? There you go. <laughs> Truckers got uh-huh. a horn to Kimmer, that's for sure. What's up, man? What's up, Cameron? I uh-huh. just call to see what kind of girly man shirt you had on today. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's a little. It's kind yeah. of a. Uh, it's kind of a pastel sort of a uh, color. Teal. Oh, yeah, okay. kind of a kind of a you know seafoam green yeah. or something.
5: that. I thought it would be like
4: periwinkle or peach. Or- I was thinking of periwinkle for Thursdays. So I don't know. I just I have this kind of a calendar thing. Yeah. Uh, all right, Brad. I'm glad you called to get back to the bottom of that color shirt uh, topic there we have going every day. All right, 1224. All right, here's Gary on News Radio uh, 1067. And, and this is really funny to me this morning when I'm reading about the Chinese women, the all-female swimming rescue team of lifeguards, and they've now had to install body cameras hidden in their bathing suits because the China men got out there in the water, and all they would do was cop a field pretending to be drowning. I don't know. What's the easiest way? Did you ever try to have a little sneak attack Gary, that ever worked for you? Oh, uh, you there? Yeah, I'm here. We, we had this
5: guy yeah. out at the airline, and uh, whenever we'd get a new flight attendant of the female kind, the stewardess kind, uh-huh. everybody would play along. He'd say, I can put uh, my hands... On your boobs, you close your eyes, you'll never know they're there. You won't be able to tell when they're there. I'll bet you ten bucks. <laughs> so you, and so everybody play along. She'd close her eyes and he'd go honk honk. Hey, you ten bucks and you, she's like, hey,
4: <laughs> ten bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It's like that old trick about about telling a woman you can kiss her and she'll never feel it. You know, I'll bet you five bucks I could kiss you and you'd never even know it. Okay, and she closes her eyes, you kiss her, and then she says, Hey, wait a minute, here's your five dollars. I mean, you know. It's just... <laughs> yeah, she was born in the morning, but wasn't born that morning. apparently. All right, 1225, it's only the camera on News Radio 1067. Uh, this is a sad story, but I want to pass it along because I think it also might let us maybe think a little bit differently about life as we live it in western Pennsylvania. Police officer Lieutenant Eric S. Larley, a canine officer, father of six, was going to work, and a wrong-way traveler on the road cracked into him head-on and killed the police officer and injured his German Shepherd canine partner named Bleck. Bleck, at the scene of the accident, with the dead policeman's body inside his truck, Bleck refused to leave the body. The other police couldn't get the dog to leave the scene, he wouldn't leave on his own. He just stayed there until until the 17-year veteran's wife showed up and could eventually coax the dog to leave the scene so they could take the dog to the hospital for surgery because he was that badly hurt. But he would not leave the side of his dead master, German Shepherd. And whenever I think of that, oh, man, if you ever saw that picture of the coffin, with an American flag draped on it, and the, uh, the canine handler from, I forgot whether he was killed in Iraq or Afghanistan, wherever it happened, and the dog refused to leave the casket for the entire weekend ceremony. Wouldn't even, wouldn't even leave the body of his owner. Oh, man. Hey, let's think about things that uh, make a difference in our lives, shall we? Maybe we'll all be better for it. We can try. All right, we got some funniness coming up here to take us off on the happiness at 1227 with a camera on News Radio 1067.
3: Read My Lips. This is your former Commander-in-Chief George Bush Sr., and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show, courtesy of Hangman and John Boy. Listen to the Kimmer weekdays, noon to three, right over there on News Radio 1067. To miss it wouldn't be right, wouldn't be prudent. <coughs> uh, this is Don Imus, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer show. I don't know why, because the guy is awful. J- just just awful. If you must, tune into the Kimmer, weekdays noon to three on, on News Radio 1067. <laughs> Friends, this is Larry King, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is is brought to you by CNN, CNN. where no one wants to talk about the elephant in the room, at least not until Nancy Grace leaves. (laughs) And
4: now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you very much. Syracuse, you're on. Look out. 1235, it's only the Kimmer. opening up those phone lines, give away the tickets to Need to Breathe at the wireless uh, Verizon Amphitheater Action. Saturday, May 16th, a week from this Saturday, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. If you want these tickets, you have to sing a verse of some kind from your favorite religious song or hymn or whatever. 844-404-1067. This... As Ozzy Osbourne, and it was on this day in 1991, a judge in Macon tossed out a lawsuit claiming that Ozzy Osbourne's music drove a 16-year-old boy to kill himself. The name of the song is Suicide Solution. The parents of Michael Waller claimed their son listened repeatedly to the song Suicide Solution over and over and over and then killed himself, and a judge said, no, nah, you can't really blame him for that, so... Suit was thrown out. Couple of birthdays. George Clooney, the act there, and pretty man. George Clooney, fifty-four today, and Julianne Phillips. That was a Tom Cruise ex, right? Wasn't that Tom Cruise one of Tom Cruise's ex-wives? Julianne. Oh no, no. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, no, Springsteen Springsteen's but... ex-wife. Yeah, he cheated on her almost immediately. That that redhead in the band. Oh my God. Julianne Phillips' sisters and Fletch lives fifty-five today. Finally got right, here at twelve thirty-six. Well, it's only me. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. News Breakline's coming up. Sponsored by The Siding Doctor. We'll talk about some new manly apps to see how manly you might be. Also, the Ben Franklin list of virtues. And a billion other things, including the uh, secret groping. But well, first of all, let's get back to the phone. Let's give away some tickets. This is to Need to Breathe, two tickets for Eyes and Amphitheater on Saturday, May 16th, week from this weekend. And you have to do some kind of a, a verse or a, a little bit of a, your favorite religious type song. All right, here's uh, is that Micah, I think, on News Radio 1067. Yeah. Hi, welcome, sir.
5: Hey, how you doing, Tim?
4: Very good to have you aboard. Can you give us a little rendition of something?
0: Sure, I can't say well, but I'm going to try. All righty. Uh,
4: Amazing grace, how sweet. All right, close enough. You know why We're we're kind of chuckling here, Mike. I got to tell you, because the first thing when I said to Pete, or Pete said, somebody, I forgot who made this, it doesn't matter. So we're talking about how to give away the tickets, and Pete said, the first one they're all going to sing is Amazing Grace. They're all going to sing Amazing Grace. And son of a gun, the first one, you get, he sings Amazing Grace. (laughs) We'll put you you on hold, Mike, and that could be the winner. Here's Daniel on News Radio 106.7. Hiya, Daniel. What do you have for us, sir? Hey, what's
5: up, camera? How are
4: you? Yes, sir. Doing great, man. Welcome. What do you have?
5: All right, I
4: can't sing
5: good, but we'll give it a shot. Okay. When I survey the wondrous
3: cross, on which the prince
4: of glory dies. Okie you were right about not being able to sing, but we got you on hold. And here's Roger on News Radio 1067. How you going, Roger?
0: I'm doing fine, Cameron. I promise not to
4: sing Amazing Grace. (laughs) It's okay. What do you have for us, sir?
0: Then sings my soul,
5: my Savior God to thee. How great thou art. How great thou art. Well done.
4: Excellent, Roger. We'll put Roger's on three. Here's uh, Sue on News Radio 106.7. Hiya, Sue. How are you doing? Welcome aboard. What do you have for us here? Uh,
0: Jesus
3: loves me this (laughs) I (laughs) know. Oh, it's that amazing, Grace? That was something like that. All right, hold on, Sue.
4: There's Sue on four. Here's Lori on News Radio 1067. Hi, Lori. Welcome to the show. What do you have for us, sweet girl? Yes, ma'am.
3: Jesus
0: is on the main line. Tell him what you want. Jesus
5: is on the main line. Tell him what you want. This
4: lady's been in a pulpit before. I know that. Hold on, Lori. We'll put you back on hold. And here's the uh, last caller is Scott on News Radio 1067. Hello, Scott. Hey, I got to go one. All right, sir. Swing low, swing low, sweet chariot. <laughs> Coming forth to carry me home. All righty.
1: There you go. Put <laughs> low, him
4: on hold. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, boys, I mean, uh, what do you, think, Brad? you know. I've got to go, Lori. All right, we got Lori on uh, five. I say Sue. And Sue did the uh, Jesus. The, the, me. I think we got to go. I think we got to go Sue, Sue on just because that kind of made us chuckle too. <laughs> Sue, congratulations! You have the tickets to go see Need to Breathe the week from Saturday. How about that? She hung up on me. No, no. hey Sue. Nice. No, okay. right. Hi sweetie. We no. got you. We got you. No, we're only teasing. Uh, listen, congratulations. Have a great time and take some pictures. Send them to us. We'll put them on a Kimmer Show Facebook page if you feel like it. Okay. All right, uh, hold on. We'll put you on hold. and get. Oh, heartbreaker. No, no. All right, there you go. All right. Th- thank you all. That was uh, bizarre. That uh, <laughs> was different. It was definitely uh, different. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Chuck Norris, I'm not making this up. Chuck Norris thinks that Texas is going to be overrun by feds on the pretense of having military games this summer, but Chuck Norris believes it's really going to happen. We'll talk about that in a second. First of all, I want to. We'll touch on a couple of the big stories going on in the news today, including ISIS now in 15 American states, bragging that they have fighters and killers in 15 American states, and they are ready to kill. They have also put a bounty on the head of Pamela Geller, the woman who did that Mohammed cartoon drawing contest in Garland, Texas, that led the two scuzz bags to be shot and killed by that hero cop. With a service revolver, a traffic cop shot and killed two Muslim Arab, ISIS, Islamic loving killers. Uh, they had assault rifles and body armor. The cop only had a pistol from his, sh- from his holster and killed them both. Man, good work. And now, and, and don't, you know, I'm glad we don't know who the cop was. I'm glad he's not identified. I'll bet he will be at some point, though, and they're going to come after him. They've already put a bounty on the head of the woman, Pamela Geller.
1: Profile
4: them. Profile them. Absolutely profile them. It's, it worked before. We know who's doing it. Yeah, it's not little old ladies in wheelchairs who's doing this. And yet the Attorney General of the United States, are you ready for the Attorney General of the United States, isn't really sure what to think about that case of the two uh, Islam, uh, Arab-loving ISIS killers. With
0: respect to the situation in Garland, Texas,
1: as you know, that is an ongoing and open criminal investigation. So I'm limited in what I can say. And we certainly are. Um, investigating all aspects of that case, including all affiliations of
0: the shooters.
4: That's Attorney General L- Loretta Lynch, who went on to say that she hates cops just like her predecessor, <laughs> and she's advising all black families to make sure they warn their children when the age of one when their age of one hits the birthday cake. They should warn all children at the age of one and above not to trust the police that they want to shoot you, and when you run away, they will shoot you in the back. Unquote. Attorney General Loretta Lynch, right here with the camera. All right, 1242 now. No matter what
0: you do for the rest of your life, you'll always be garbage.
4: (laughs) Okay, then. But first, was I married to her or no?
3: This is Jackie Mason, and you are listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. You could just listen to the good parts, you know, if there were any. Anyway, tune into the Kimmer, Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 106.7. This is Ross Perot, and this portion of the Kim hey, Peterson Show is brought to you by Sheriff Victor Hill. Oh. Yesterday, yeah. Victor was accused of being short with reporters. Short with How him. can he help it? The man is four foot nine. <laughs> and now, here's your host, a man whose final wife would never let me finish. Can I finish, please, Larry? Here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank
4: you so much, Larry. It's only me, it's only the camera. News Radio 106.7 News Megaline coming up. Sponsored by the Sighting Doctor. And also, Ben Franklin's 13 Virtues, which are now available on an app. The Art of Manliness apps. Things, the apps that men should have these days. Used to be, uh, you know, you learn in the Boy Scouts how to start a fire in the woods with nothing but a rock. So now you can get it on your phone. Anyway, a couple of birthdays. Oh, this is uh, Foo Fighters' Chris Shiflett. Gifflet of the Foo Fighters is 44 today. Actor Sashir Zamata from Saturday Night Live is 29. And actress Roma Downey, touched touch by an angel girl. Roma Downey, 55 today.
1: Bible
4: stuff. Bible stuff. She produces
1: the Bible. What's that? That TV mega hit the Bible. She and her husband oh, yeah, she's that. That's right. Yeah.
4: And what's, it, what's his claim to fame?
1: Mark Burnett. Yeah. He's, he does the
4: survivor hosting and all and Executive producing and all that other stuff. Yeah, Cool. Anyway, uh, there you go. Right, it's only the camera. Oh, this was also the day in 1994, Paula Jones, the former state worker in Arkansas, Paula Jones filed a lawsuit against President Scumbag, uh, I'm sorry, Bill Clinton, alleging he'd sexually harassed her. Uh, they reached a settlement with Clinton in, uh, in November of 1998, four years later. <laughs> yeah, settlement, all right. And that's where the... Uh, uh, let's say the uh, angle of the direction of the various offending uh, items was uh, first discussed publicly for a very short time. <laughs> anyway, at 12 oh, there's a the news break line. Let's see what's on the old news break line. Uh, good afternoon.
3: This is the city,
4: Lawrenceville, Georgia. <laughs> when sawed off little sheriffs get
3: special treatment none of the rest of us would get, that's where I come in. <laughs> My name's Friday. I carry a BS detector.
4: And <laughs> a badge. Hey, Sergeant Friday. Well, Kimmer,
3: gonna... <laughs> the DA's office is sure taking their sweet time on fall- oh, yeah. filing charges on Sheriff Victor Hill of Clayton County yeah. in that shooting. Sweet time. <laughs> yeah, Joe, talk about a real loaf to judgment. <laughs> <laughs> They got Leslie Wiggins working the case or something. I mean, <laughs> Dexter King in charge of this investigation. <laughs> you know, Joe, I haven't seen this much foot dragon since Heather Mills appeared on Dancing with the Stars.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, no. oh McCartney's sex. Oh,
6: wow.
3: Yeah, partner, what was the musical number that uh, Heather Mills did on Dancing with the Stars? Will it go around in circles? Will <laughs> she
4: go around? Like the stand on air sir.
3: You know, I hate to sound like a black helicopter conspiracy kind of guy, but someone is pulling the strings for Victor Hill. Oh, really? Oh, you mean like Jim Henson used to do when he was a member of the Muppets? (laughs) You know, I think it was humiliating, Joe, the way Victor was asked to turn in his street clothes. You you really think that was humiliating? Oh, yeah, I mean, Sears isn't putting out a new line of geranimals for adults until this (laughs) fall. I mean, what the hell is he supposed to wear?
4: Geranimals.
3: I don't think Victor Hillkimmer should be asked Good. to turn into his turn in his badge. His I just badge. don't believe that. Well what do you mean, sir? I mean Well do you know how many boxes of Cracker Jacks his mommy had to buy to get him that badge? I mean
6: <laughs> oh, What are they gonna want
3: next? His cap gun and <laughs> secret decoder <Dakota> ring? <laughs> <laughs> You're going way back there. I was <laughs> I mean, how many box tops does a little kid have to cut off to get a decoder ring? Yes, sir. Now, kemmer, you know we we sound like we're being tough on yeah, Victor t- Hill, but after all, for God's sakes, the yeah. man is a fellow law enforcement officer. Yes. I guess we be should be getting yeah. giving him the benefit of the doubt, but I'll tell you one thing, Joe yeah. yeah. say what you will about Victor Hill, yeah. when he shoots down a real estate pro- proposal, oh. he really allegedly allegedly down. yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Well, we better go on that one, Well, you before know. you go, Sergeant
4: Friday, I know I, I, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but I have no skill with the ladies, none whatsoever. And I know you're kind of a, you got that great reputation as a, as a man who really knows how to how to make the ladies feel good. Can you give me like a tip or something you might tell a woman when you're making love to her or something I, can, I could use?
3: What I say when I'm making love to a loved woman, yeah, Sergeant yes. Joe Friday, I yes, look sir. her right in the eye and say, you want to slow it down, man? <laughs> You know what the Kimmer's final wife used to say? What's that? Hail, hell! the gang's are hey, here. now, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so very much. Throwing. Thanks, boys. <laughs> I love he it. Doesn't, he doesn't just give you back your earnest money, let me tell you. <laughs> oh. He shoots the deal down, boy.
4: <laughs> Yowie. Thanks, men. 1254 on News Radio 1067. It's only me. It's only the camera News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. This was the day in 1937. Enough to keep it from. It's worse than the flight. Get it started. Get it started. It's fighting. It's fighting. It's fighting. Terrible. Oh, my, get out of the way,
0: please. It's burning, bursting into flames, and, and it's falling on the mooring fast, and all the folks between us, this is terrible. This is one of the worst catastrophes in the world. Oh, it's, 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 it's like 20, twenty oh four or 500 feet into the sky, and it, it's a terrific crash, ladies and gentlemen. It's smoke and it's flames now, and the flame is rising to the ground, not quite to the mooring mass. All oh, the humanity and all the passengers feeding around it. I don't do it. I can't even talk to people It's are out there.
4: The live broadcast of the German airship Hindenburg. Burning in Lakehurst, New Jersey.
0: It's just like that massive smoking wreckage. And everybody can't hardly breathe and talk. It's Lady, I'm Honestly, I I can hardly breathe. I'm going to step inside where
4: I cannot see it. Step inside where he can't see it so he can talk.
0: I <laughs> can I, listen, folks. I, I'm going to have to
4: stop for a minute because I've lost the voice. This is the worst thing I've ever witnessed. He's so upset he can't any describe it. Well, <laughs> Isn't that sort of the point of being on the scene as a reporter? Thank God Brian Williams was there to pick up the mic. Brian said he finished that story <laughs> and put it in for an Emmy Award broadcast later that night. That was 1937. 35 people died. 97 total were on board. With a <clears throat> excuse me, a Navy crewman was also killed on the ground as the airship just uh, went up in flames in 1937 Lakehurst, New Jersey. I got to the camera, 844 1067 1067 Ben Franklin Virtues. You can now get on an app, Ben Franklin's app of his 13 virtues. For example, temperance. Eat not to dullness. Drink not to elevation. Don't get high. Don't drink enough to get high. <laughs> yeah. Silence. Speak not, but what may benefit others or yourself. Avoid trifling conversation. Well, I guess he really wasn't in favor of
2: modern-day talk shows, then was he? All right, 1257 on News Radio 1067. Shut up, man. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at ShowcaseInc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase. Case, photo and video.
3: News Nugget! This is Herman Kane, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. The Kimmer's a great guy. He helped me find a girl Friday and a couple more for the weekend. The Kimmer's on weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer has a striking face. Well, The question he- is, how many
4: times was it struck? <laughs> the Kimmer Show, on News Radio 1067. <laughs> he never laid a hand on me. Gotta see the other guy. All right, we got 104. How you doing? It's only me. It's only the camera on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's Hootie and the Blowfish. Their guitar player, Mark Bryan, is 48 today. Also, a couple of birthdays. Actor Alan Dale from Lost and Ugly Betty. Alan Dale, 68. And host Tom Bergeron, dancing with the stars in the new Hollywood squares. Tom Bergeron is 60. Tom, Tom Bergeron. Well, up in a Detroit City. What
2: are you feeling, right? It's obvious in your eyes. Tell us with your voice. <laughs> 105.
4: Look out. It's only me on News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Yes, now Baltimore is asking for federal authorities to investigate the Baltimore City Police Department. Should we review very quickly? <clears throat> okay, Baltimore, already. Uh, they get millions of dollars in federal aid every year for whatever it is cities get millions of dollars in federal aid for. Oh, oh Also, let's add on a billion dollars, uh, more than $1 billion from that slush fund from the government that uh, was responsible for the collapse of uh, most industries in this country a few years ago. <clears throat> Uh, they called it by an official name, but it was the, yeah, the slush fund. But, you know, stimulus, my ass. Anyway, uh, they got over a billion dollars. Uh, the city is run by black people. The city is run by Democrats. And they have over a billion dollars to help fix everything. And it's still a cesspool. And they're blaming white cops and white leadership. it? Yeah, and Republicans. I mean, this is just appalling. Absolutely appalling. And and we have a new attorney general. The new attorney general, Loretta Lynch, uh, is going out of her way to uh, kind of cover over and milk toast pretty much everything.
0: All of the information we've gathered over the last several weeks and today has been extremely helpful to us as we try and come up with solutions, real solutions for the city of Baltimore to improve this city. That is our goal. That is our commitment. It is my commitment as Attorney General on behalf of the Department of
4: Justice. Your commitment as Attorney General is not to help Baltimore be a better city? Where is that in the job description? What are you, nuts? She's running for freaking office. This is unbelievable. This this is worse than that idiot state attorney. Melanie Mosley or Marilyn Mosley. My God. Oh, she's going to take it personally to make sure to make sure that she can do something to make Baltimore a better city. Hey, how about being the attorney general of all of us? Instead of cracking down on things that had nothing to do with it, how about investigating where the billion dollars went? How about investigating uh, wh- why the black Democratic leadership of that city is such a freaking failure? And then why don't you go investigate in Ferguson, Missouri, and find out why they have a makeshift tribute to a would-be cop killer in the middle of the stinking street. And you know what they want to do now in Ferguson? They want to embed. They think, well, everybody's saying, well, it's kind of dangerous to have a tribute to a killer, a would-be killer in the street, in the middle of the street, because cars have to, you know, go around it. So now they're thinking, we should have an emblem celebrating the life of Michael Brown and, and, and embed it in the concrete in the roadway where he was killed. So every car that drives over the roadway would drive over remembering the spot where Michael Brown was killed. Michael Brown, that hero among us. Michael Brown, who served his country. Oh, no, he didn't serve his country. He wasn't a hero. He was a gangster, a dope-smoking, weed-smoking gangster who tried to kill a cop and strong-arm to robbery. Oh, that Michael Brown. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you investigate that, Attorney General Lynch, you freaking fraud and phony? Her job is to make Baltimore a better place? How about cracking down on criminals how about cracking down on where the money went for the black leadership of that city turned it into a cesspool god why does nobody ask the simple questions and 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 get answers demand the answers when they horn you, demand a couple of answers for god's (laughs) sake horn (laughs) you. too much damn horn going on here i don't even know what that means and then baltimore by the way this could be a great case in baltimore the charges against those six police officers are based on the assumption by the state's attorney, the idiot Marilyn Mosby, running for office a political hack, on her s- assumption that the arrest was illegal because the knife for which they stopped him and searched him was not illegal. Well, the cops are dis- are, are, are disagreeing. In fact, um, and here's what Marilyn Mosby, uh, the uh, state's attorney, originally said about the case of the actual knife and whether or not it was a uh, w- whether it was a legal or illegal knife. If I could only find it, Stephanie Rawlings, Stephanie, Stephanie, where's my girl? yada yada. Well, I don't see it. Which one are you looking for? I'm looking for uh, Marilyn Mosby on uh, the knife. Well, oh, here we No, that's not the mayor. And never mind, it doesn't matter. She said that the knife was not illegal. She said it was not an illegal knife. The cops are saying, yes, it was an illegal knife, but she refuses to turn it over to anybody. And here's the key. There are attorneys now who are saying if the knife that was in that guy's pocket, if it was illegal, then the arrest was proper. Her point was that the arrest was illegal because the knife was not illegal. Therefore, the assumption of all those charges was they violated his rights because they arrested him for nothing. But if the knife was, in fact, illegal, they did arrest him for something. And there goes their case. Oh, man, this is going to be interesting as heck. And don't forget, in Ferguson, Missouri, after all the protests and the vicious lies, I can't breath, hands up, don't shoot, stuff like that, turned out to be a complete lie and everybody was found innocent. Everybody was found innocent. Nobody was found guilty of anything in Ferguson, Missouri. And they want to put a tribute plaque in the street to Michael Brown. Oh my God! Hold on, here's John. I did something bad. Hey, John, help me out. What I do, man? Hey, John. Hey, uh I'll be. I'll be camera, You be John. Yes, sir.
5: Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's hey, up, man? You yeah. know, basically, you know, I, I understand. I understand some of your frustration. Um, the thing is, is that we, you probably shouldn't go around and say that the guy was a, a gangster or anything like that. You know, if he smoked marijuana, okay, yeah. Nowadays they make marijuana legal in most states. Well, but that's that's not again, what I
4: said. I said it because he strong armed that. He took advantage of his big, giant bullying size to shove around that owner of the store and take stuff out of the store because he felt like it, and nobody well, stopped him. He was a criminal.
5: Well, well, well. Just like you, I, I watched the video too of the store. What happened in the incident? Okay, yeah, he's a criminal. We saw it. Yeah. Well, well. In, in fact, yeah, that 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 could be the case. Let's say he took something could out be the, of the store. Wait a minute, okay, women could be. He took it. You saw him take it.
4: <laughs> Come on, John. Yeah, well, for, for, for,
5: you know, from from what from what I saw, I saw him actually start to take it, and he he didn't actually leave the store with it. He didn't actually leave the store with it. The, the manager, the manager of the store, actually stopped him. No, he didn't. He shoved the manager out of the way and walked out. Right, right. Well, yeah. So, so, so the manager, the manager, pretty much stopped him from it. But right. Well, I, again, okay, nothing that, was actually taken. Nothing was actually uh, taken. Well, you know. All right, well, anyway, John. We okay. We don't I, know what 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 actually transpired to make that actually happen. But well, I, but I do. I in, saw in, in, it. in this case, in this in this situation, yeah. with that officer actually you, you got to use common sense in this, in this situation regardless of what you and I think we again if someone actually Makes a claim or something like that. We, yeah. There's no video. Well, there is in what video. actually that, that what took place as far as what the police officer did.
4: Okay, for him
5: actually shooting this guy.
4: What I think yeah. it was. Well, I wish we had had video on back? that. Well, no, he didn't shoot him in the back. He shot him because he was charging the cop. Come on, John. The facts are he was charging the cop. He tried to kill the cop. I'm not making it up. I'm not hoping it's true. It's true. Everybody said so, including the grand freaking jury and the feds. The feds said he didn't do it.
2: Oh, my God, 113. We're... Hey, you still uh, awake, Lois,
4: <laughs> honey? Dad?
2: That's right. I'm your daddy. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. This is Richard Dawson, <laughs> Richard. and this portion of the Kimmer Show is
3: brought to uh, you by yes, 100 People Survey, top five answers on the board. Give me the over and under on the Kimmer program. <laughs> Show me May 15th, number one answer. <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Thank Peterson.
4: Thank you very much. I figured it's 60-40. You know, I... 120! Look out. Sing it, Pauly! I say sing it, Pauly! Come on, Pauly! You got it, buddy! We're going to have to come up with a new... (laughs) If there's a minute and a half instrumental before the song, I... (laughs) We'll have to maybe... Change our habits here. Please. Okay. This. Oh, never mind the sweetness. Bell's going up your nose. Paul Simon on this day in 1970. though now he sings. Shining like a
0: 1973.
4: Paul Simon started his first solo tour in Boston three years after splitting with Art Garfunkel. This is from Graceland. Paul Simon, 1973 is when he started his single tour. I oh, got here. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. Newsbreaker lines coming up, sponsored by the Sighting Doctor. We'll talk about the ISIS threats, death threats, and so forth. And I think it's time to start taking this a little more seriously, my friends. Here's Lynn first on News Radio 1067 with a camera. Hello, Lynn. Welcome aboard. Hello. <laughs> hey, Lynn. You know, something strange. This this doesn't it normally blink a little bit? Try it again. Hey Lynn, you with me? I guess not. Okay, well, sorry, we haven't. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. Uh, ISIS is claiming now to be in 15 American states. 71 fighters in 15 states signing up for missions like what happened in Garland, Texas. The websites and the social media for ISIS says, To our brothers and sisters, we make for you and ask Allah to guide your bullets, terrify your enemies, establish you in the land. Uh, This is the golden era. Everyone who believes is running for Shaheed. Our aim was the Pamela Geller to show her that we don't care what land she hides in or what sky shields her. She's going to put on the Muslim cartoon contest over the last weekend. We will send all our lions to achieve her slaughter. Everyone who houses her events gives her a platform to spill her filth, our legitimate targets. This will be your only warning of housing this woman and her circus show. We've been watching closely who was present at this event and the shooter of our brothers. We knew the target was protected. Our intention was to show how easy we give our lives for the sake of Allah. Now they're claiming they killed themselves, got killed on purpose. No. Hey, you dermed, stinking liars. God, you know, let's have it out. Let's just have it. We shoot back. God, let's just have it. 122. Hey, hold on. Here's the news break line. Let's see who's on the old news break line. Good afternoon. Camera. Hey, W. <laughs> How's it going, sir? Well, you know, we must persevere in these... Persevere in fine.
3: ...times of atrocities and arrogance and defiant no, wanton annihilation. I'm very concerned about yes,
4: that. Yes, sir. It's almost hard keeping up with you. I mean, what are
3: these damn ISIS guys going to do next Take credit for the format change to WGST. <laughs> <laughs> How did that work disaster. out, by the way? Well, you know, one uh, of the
4: many disasters. Dumping the
3: number one talk show host <laughs> of all time for Spanish sports. Well, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> As Kimmer once said, whoever thought that'd be bad for You. <laughs> <laughs> you. Well, I was sorry to hear the bad news earlier about that Cameron guy from Modern Family. Cameron guy from Modern Family? Or was it Elton John? <laughs> when, sir? I mean, Raymond Burr is already dead, right? Yes, sir. He is. I heard somebody describing a flaming blimp going down. Uh, no, that was the Hindenburg, sir.
4: Oh, they... oh, they... <laughs> For a second there, I tried oh. to find a road map or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's, right, you know? <laughs> it's Directions are a little off. Just I play guess...
3: along and nobody gets hurt. That's what I, I always say. You kept... kept saying, yes, sir, yes, sir. Matter of fact, that Hindenburg guy also described... Scrub the format change at (laughs) DST. Ah, the humanity of the listeners and sponsors leaving never to return again. The senseless destruction of swaths. That was my dramatic (laughs) reading for this
4: afternoon. Actual reenactment.
3: Well, camera Polls in Clayton County show this shooting incident is hurting Sheriff Victor Hill's re-election bid among the working
4: class in Clayton County. The working class in
3: Clayton County? Oh, thank God that's only 30% of the population, (laughs) or he would be in some real trouble over (laughs) there, you know. It's like Ferguson, Missouri. You can pretty much write that segment off and win in a landslide. (laughs) (laughs) Kim Peterson is who I would direct the complaint to. Yeah, that's right. A woman with no legs named Danielle Perez. Yeah. On a treadmill and a sauna on The Price is Right. <laughs> no legs. <laughs> Reminded me of the time that Marley Matlin won a Bose sound system. <laughs> I mean, hell, that'd be like Dexter King winning an alarm clock radio. What am <laughs> I supposed to do with this? <laughs> I mean, that would be like the Kimmer winning his and her. Well, his and her anything, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Congratulations, Kimmel. You've just won a one-year supply of Super one. Back to you, Drew Carey. <laughs> I mean, you'd think they'd have given that poor woman a prize that she could use after the humiliating yeah. thing that the announcer said. The announcer said to humiliate. Daniel Perez,
4: roll on down. You're the next <laughs> contestant on the prizes, right? <laughs> Oh, yo. <laughs> Great to be on the... Hop up onto that trampoline there for us. Uh, you? <laughs> uh, think about it. Uh, Thank you so
3: maybe much. Maybe she could help Victor Hill stump for votes next year. Stump
4: for votes. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you, W. President W. Mercy.
2: When I could really it down. All
4: right, I got it now. It's one of the Kimmer. you Uh, News Radio 1067. Should we try Lynn again? I think this we may not have had Lynn before. Hi, Lynn. You with me?
0: Yes, I am here.
4: Hi, Welcome aboard. Appreciate your calling back and holding. What's up?
0: Uh, I just wanted to make a serious point that our cultures are our problem. Okay, the black culture, they'll never fit in with the white culture because of the thuggish, well, the thugs of the black culture. And then we have the white supremacists, all that kind of stuff that will keep us separated, even those who don't do anything wrong.
4: So you think just, just by nature of, of of the differences in the races that that's never going to be a smooth, happy companionship uh, culture in America between the two races?
0: No, I don't, because hmm. you can't control other people, and because of the, the the people that are rioting and looting and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you just assume you prejudge, just what prejudice is. Yeah. You're prejudiced to every person of that color. Yeah, it's prejudice like, I'm be is pre-judged prejudging if yeah. I'm downtown Atlanta. Yeah.
4: Well, it doesn't leave much hope for the future, though, does it? <laughs> what's, no. the, what's the best that we can hope for, I wonder?
0: I I don't what, know. I uh, guess not just... Not
4: too much bloodshed, me- maybe.
0: Well, maybe just keep to your own. I don't know. Yeah. I hate to say that, but that's yeah. the way
4: it looks. Well, Lynn, I appreciate it. Again, th- th- we used to be a melting pot. Not anymore. We're we're a divisive pot. We have little sections for everybody now. Probably the Irish. Probably the Irish. damn Irish. 127 on News Radio 1067. There we go.
3: News Nugget, this is Herman Kane, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. The Kimmer's a great guy. He helped me find a girl Friday and a couple more for the weekend. The is on weekdays, noon to three, on News Radio 106.7. Hello, my name is Charnak the Magnificent, the Magnificent, and this portion of our show yes. is brought to you by yes, Midget Wrestling.
4: Midget Wrestling. <laughs>
3: Describe Victor Hill making a difficult decision. (laughs) And now, here's your host,
4: Charlton Heston. Ah, you're so very close, sir. So very close. And Johnny's got a story. Well, no, not... Johnny Midnight may be making another appearance here in the Neil Kinnard program for the first time in a long time. But first, the hideous Bob Seger, who's seventy <laughs> today. Like a, a
3: little too tall, could lose a few pounds. pounds.
4: Uh, take some more drugs, Bob.
3: Tight pants, points. What
4: else we got here? Oh yeah, this was the day, nineteen ninety-seven. Neil Young boycotted his induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as part of Buffalo Springfield. He didn't like the commercialism and the $1,200 a plate dinner requirement. So, <laughs> Neil Young, well, he's better than all that. Uh, also, uh, David Duchovny on this day in 1997 married uh, Tia Leone in New York City. I What's that? Not, uh, not, I can't believe Hollywood marriage didn't work. Oh, sh- Oh, my God, it's only me. It on night move. 135 on the News Radio, 1067, 844 1067 844-404-1067. Here's Jack on News Radio, 1067. Thanks for holding, Jack. How's it going? Hey, Kemmer. Yes, sir. Hey,
5: I got, a, I got an idea. All right. Let's make,
4: let's make the city of Baltimore better. Okay. I don't, I don't know why I didn't think of that last year <laughs> or the year before. <laughs> what can we do for so, Baltimore? You know, I haven't done a damn thing in, over, in almost two years for Baltimore now. So I'm going to go find that billion dollars and get to work. Yeah, see? What the, you've been what sl- the hell have they been doing for the last 40 years? Well, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, the fact of the matter is they got over a billion dollars in those federal funds, the slush funds. And they, it's the leadership is black. The community is black. The, everybody in political office is black. The mayor's black. Everybody in the world is black up there. And they've had all this stuff going on since Lyndon Johnson's Great Society of the 60s. And it's still a sewer. The only thing good in Baltimore is occasional crab cakes in that stupid ballpark. That's it. I mean, it's a sludge pot. And they're blaming everybody but themselves. What What more do you want? I mean, my God, I mean, what do you want? <laughs> I don't get it. And this Loretta Lynch, I mean, I tell you, she's she sounds as bad as uh, as as Mosby. I mean, the, the uh, state attorney who sounds like she's running for office trying to kowtow to the protesters. The hell was that? <laughs> is that your phone? Uh, my uh. Po- <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? An appointment? My pork roast is ready.
6: <laughs>
4: my kitchen oven doesn't sound anything like yours, Pete. All right, hold on a second. Here's Joyce on News Radio 106.7 with a Kimmer. Hi, Joyce. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Um,
0: and I'm a Christian, and I know people who are black, uh-huh. white. Yeah other countries who are Christians, and they feel as I do in many, many cases, and that is that things in Baltimore are not God's will. And the thing is, those people who say they are from Africa, in most cases, they are not. Their background might be with family members, but they never lived there. Right. Just like I'm not from Another country. My parent, my grandfather was a German. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, so I don't use German in my name. Yeah. My husband um, was from uh, his background was Irish. Yeah. So he's not. He wasn't from Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. So I think we should think of one nation under God.
4: I like it, and Joyce. Thank you so much. We used to be a melting pot, and now you can't even talk about it. You're you're you're, you're violating someone's rights to culture if you even. Talk about trying to fit in with every you know as an American culture, but that's the way it goes. All right, eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven, eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Chuck Norris is not making this up. Chuck, Chuck Norris is very concerned about a military training exercise planned for July and August. It'll be held in Texas and six other states including uh, Utah and California, which, according to the military training exercise, are now labeled as hostile territory. And uh, I'm not making this up. Chuck Norris says, uh, yeah, it's a training exercise, but I'm not sure the term just a training exercise has any reference to reality when the government's doing it. And Chuck Norris is afraid that the feds want to take over the state of Texas. And I'll tell you, you know, Chuck Norris, we don't want to, me- you know, these are uh, true, tr- Chuck Norris truisms. Chuck Norris can speak French in Russian. A lot of people can't do that. Chuck Norris once broke a mirror over the head of a black cat while standing under a ladder on Friday the 13th. The next day he won the lottery. Incredible. Chuck Norris can put out a fire with a gallon of gasoline. You don't mess with this guy. It's a bulletproof vest Where's Chuck Norris for protection. Death. Once had a near Chuck Norris experience. I'm trying to help you people. Chuck Norris didn't dial the wrong number. You picked up the wrong stinking phone. What's the matter with you? Chuck Norris can cut a knife with butter. Chuck Norris can kill your imaginary friends. (laughs) Chuck Norris can set ants on fire with a magnifying glass at night. Anyway, just a few of the things Chuck Norris can do. He's afraid of the feds. I'm a little afraid of the feds myself. Yeah, really. But I do want to say, and hold on, we got your calls here, 844-404-1067. More newspaper lines coming up, too. Oh, it, uh, we, uh, we forgot to do the uh, tickets. Top of the hour. Top of the hour, 2 o'clock. All right, it's 1.40 right now, 2 o'clock. We'll open up the phones during the news at 2 o'clock. Not now, but during the news. We have two tickets to the Kix 101, what is it, 101.5 Crockfest with Leonard Skinner, Travis Tritt, and Blackberry Smoke, Verizon Wireless Amphitheater, Friday, June 19th. Leonard Skinner, Travis Tritt, Blackberry Smoke, two tickets, and you have to sing for the tickets. At two o'clock, one I don't of know. those groups. One of those. It could be uh, Travis Trick, could be Blackberry Smoke, or Leonard Skinner, whatever. And if you uh, sing for your tickets, we'll uh, award them Not to Delaney somebody. And <laughs> <laughs> well, again, if that's your version, I suppose it's your version. But anyway, uh, I do want to salute America's oldest veteran. The oldest veteran is now a hundred nine years old. A resident of Austin, Texas, Richard Overton will be 109 in a few days. He drives his car still, mows his lawn, escorts widows to church. (laughs) Hey, that works. (laughs) I'm sorry. And uh, he says, I'm mighty fine at 109. And this year he's going to have a very special gift of uh, some burgers, fries, and milkshakes for his 109th birthday. And when people ask him, what's the secret to a long life? He says, ask God about that. He brought me here, and he's taken care of me, and nothing I can do about it. I can oh, talk about what he's doing for me.
1: Can you imagine what he's seen in his life. Hundred and
4: nine years old. Yeah, I mean, horse he, and
1: buggy to the space. That's
4: age. right, a hundred and nine years old. I mean, uh, he was in the served in the Pacific from 1942 to 1945 with the All Black Engineer Battalion. And after the end of the war, he worked in a furniture store and didn't stop working until he was a hundred. <laughs> it's a hundred and nine <laughs> next week. Man, I mean I was born in 1906. I mean, that, you know, that's before everything. You know, cars, basically electricity was, you know, I mean, there was nothing. It was horse and carriage buggies and street lamps lit by a lamp lighter with a torch on a whale stick. Oil. Yeah, whale oil in the in the lamps, absolutely. 109 what a bunch of changes he's seen. Of course, this it's this generation has seen more changes than anybody. The current generation now has seen... Well, I, actually, people born, like, right after World War II have seen more enormous changes than any other generation in history, I think. All right, look out, 142.
0: Yeah, I'll have to think about it. I mean, this is a life-altering choice. You, you know, like an Italian choosing to get glasses.
1: Okay, read the third row down, please. <laughs> hey,
4: hey, oh, hey, oh, oh, hey. <laughs> hey <boy. laughs> Very funny.
3: This is your former president, Jimmy Carter, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Which is like reliving my four years in the White House all over again. Talk about a disaster. <laughs> Tune into the Kimmer, weekdays, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. This is your family alive announcer Don Pardo, Hello, Don. and this portion of the Kim Peterson show yes. is brought to you by yes, Chipotle, oh. where the food is so good mm. you'll clean your plate. <laughs> hey, it's not like we're going to. <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. <laughs> Thank you.
4: Remember at Chipotle. Our motto is only the bad guys bring guns into our restaurants. So don't want to Look out! It's only the camera. It's only me. And News Radio 106.7, 151 now. And it was on this day in 2004, the last episode of Friends aired on TV. You know, I never saw it. Was there anything to it? Yeah, it right. The last episode of Seinfeld was horrible. Well, they went to the jail and... was oh, it's oh, horrible. I never
1: saw the last one. I don't
4: know. Oh, Horrible. I mean, did you see the last one of Friends? Oh. Uh, no, I didn't. Did you see it, by, uh, uh, Brett?
3: I never... Watched any
4: friends Never saw ever. any friends. <laughs> I saw Seinfeld though. I did see that. Yeah, that, that was horrible. Anyway, Friends, 2004, last episode. So there you go. And a couple of things in the news here. We got Pete coming up with sports, and a couple of like sports related things here for a second. Justin Verlander, uh, once again, the victim of social media. Social media. Social media. Privacy. It's t- <laughs> everything's changed. Justin Verlander hurt his shoulder or his, his triceps, I guess. In the last start of spring training, and he has not pitched for the Detroit Tigers this year. He's an ace. Justin Verlander is one of the great pitchers in baseball, period. But he hurt his triceps this spring. Training has not pitched yet in the season, so he's been doing rehab and all kinds of stuff. And he made the mistake of going out on the town with his girlfriend, the incredible Kate Upton. Oh, yeah. And they went to a couple of store openings, and they go to various places. Uh, and all of a sudden, he, he had, they did a selfie of the two of them, which made the Internet And now all of his uh, critics are saying, hey, you're not supposed to be out having fun with a beautiful girl. You're supposed to be rehabbing. And so he wrote back and he said, wait a minute, dear haters, uh, I have heard you. Therefore, since I've done all the rehab I can do, I shall not move from my bed or enjoy my life whatsoever the rest of the day. So you think I'm trying? <laughs> he said, uh, Verlander hanging, what was the worst? Hanging at the aquarium, dressing up as dog, surprising a fan wearing his jersey, going out to dinner with Kate Upton, hanging places with Kate Upton, just being with Kate Upton, and they're blasting him. God, come on! It's uh, social media. Taking showers with cats. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> well, there's another story. You know, she won't return my phone calls anymore. All right, one fifty-two. Hey, wait. There's a, oh, hold on a second. Hey, hey there's the news break See this on the old news line. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, well, God, well, now, I wonder who this is. I can never tell by the uh, voice. Good,
3: if... good afternoon, Kimmy. This is Vince Vaughn. You know, you, you're really creeping me <laughs> out. Not in <laughs> a good way either. You know, I, <laughs> Vince Vaughn. I, I think uh, Sheriff Victor Hill sh- should resign and go to work for Chick fil A. Chick fil A? I mean, who better to run a dwarf house?
4: Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. I mean, wait a minute. Uh-huh. This, is, this, this is Ronald Reagan. You tricked me again, you sly dog. You're so still good working at... on that oh, one, I'm sorry. Man, that Did was it? a good one, uh-huh. sir.
3: Uh-huh. You know, Vince <laughs> is probably making a good point when you think about it. Oh, what mean. do you mean, sir? I mean, who better to run a dwarf house than that little dictator, <laughs> Victor Hill? You know, the shooting incident where Victor shot the female real estate woman inside the model home yeah, in Gwinnett could home. really hurt him in the next election, Kimmer. It could hurt him
4: in the next election?
3: They're saying he could only get 98% of the Pointer's sister vote. I mean, the guy is. <laughs> you know the funny thing about that upscale model home in Lawrenceville where what's, it occurred? No, what's that, sir? It's being given away tomorrow morning on the Steve McCoy Show.
2: <laughs> I know. He's got some prizes. I know. You know that. where know. money is no
3: object when they really care about your programs. <laughs> Post at the Kimmer Show where you have to s- fill out six requisition forms to get half a refill of some mother-loving
4: staples. I mean, <laughs> those were mother-loving staples. <laughs> Thank God. Well, they've never heard my show. They don't know who I am. So <laughs> of course
3: not. Eh? Sorry. It's okay, <laughs> I think they killed the guy who came up with it. Anyway, <laughs> you know, uh, yes, I sir. saw with those two tons of traditional yes. family fun, Mike Huckabee is going to run for president again. <laughs> I guess he'll I guess he'll be his own running mate. You know, I mean. <laughs> I wonder if Mike will give us some more of that uh, mushy, moderate, less confrontational, commie, coddling crap that works so well on his radio show. <laughs> How's that doing, by the way? Well, it
4: good, sir. It didn't really make out too well. I, uh, <laughs> you can
3: tell I really like the guy. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a <laughs> Why you go pardon some more murderers, Mike, and leave us the hell alone. Anyway, as a result of his, her breakup with Tiger Woods, on a sad note, yes, Lindsey Vaughn has had to go into therapy, Kimmer. Therapy? Oh, wow. Yeah, the psychiatrist told Lindsay, look. Honey, this is going to sting for a while. And funny, the gynecologist (laughs) told her the exact (laughs) same same
5: thing. thing. (laughs) Don't get out of me. Lindsay
3: said, we may never, never meet again on the bumpy road. Of love, <laughs> but a cyclovir will treat the
4: memory of. Yo, I wonder what Ron Mexico is doing now.
3: <laughs> I wish you'd worn a hat and worn a raincoat, too. <laughs> the memory of all that, the diseases I got from you. It's going to be a big Oh, man.
4: <laughs> Serenade is former president. <laughs> I'm
3: sorry. I've got nothing else to do. I'm dead. You and me you know? both, pal. <laughs> Oh, Officer Bill Gannon mentioned uh, uh, Paul McCartney's ex,
4: Heather Mills. Yeah, Heather Mills. ZZ Top has done a new song about her. ZZ Top the new song about Heather Mills? She's got leg. Oh. She knows how to use oh, it. Oh,
3: She's got one, so she better not lose it. Oh. <laughs> that, that's all I remember. <laughs> so glad to... Hey, I'm going around in Circles. That.
4: <laughs> thank you mr former
3: president well i'm gonna go and see how i can win an appetizer at Manuel's tavern on the kimmer show <laughs> <laughs> They're giving away a bentley tomorrow morning <laughs> i heard it's bring your own dust cloth night
4: thank you so much mr president look out Hold on, Tom. We got you covered. Your next is 157, and it's only the Kimmer. More news breaking lines coming up, sponsored by the sighting doctor. We'll talk about the Pizza Hut 911 app, the Manly Dude apps, and the apps that men should know since we tickets. don't really know how to start fires anymore. And tickets next, uh, 2 o'clock in your news, 844 404 1067. Singing for the tickets to Leonard Skinner, Travis Tritt, and Blackberry next with a camera. News Radio 1067.
2: John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at ShowcaseInc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase. Case, photo and video.
3: This is Larry Flint, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson show. I'm not sure why. The camera's so bad. Hell, I got out of my wheelchair to turn off the radio. Anyway, if you can stand it, the camera's on weekdays, uh, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. Some people believe we sprang from apes. The Kimmer didn't spring far enough. The Kimmer Show <laughs> no, wait on News Radio 1067. <laughs> Thank you
4: very much. <laughs> Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Look out. 205. Going to give away those tickets. Sing for your tickets to see Leonard Skinner as well as the uh, it's the Kicks. 1015 Crockfest. Leonard Skinner. Travis Tritt and Blackberry Smoke. On Friday, June nineteenth, going to sing for your tickets. Also, I have Tom wants to talk about Emery, which I'll get to in a second. First of all, uh, John Cougar Messy Pants believes he. Oh, I'm sorry, John Cougar Menstrual Cramps believes that he was Oh no, I did it again. I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, John Cougar uh, believes he doesn't write songs as much as he channels songs. He says Pink Houses, this one, was an inspiration that he messed up with the last verse, and he groans every time he hears it. He falls short on lyrics, he believes, but his uh, his, uh, singing is okay. The last verse is, and there's winners and there's losers, but they ain't no big deal because the simple man baby pays the thrills, the bills, and the pills that kill. The hell does that That mean? That's what it says. And there's winners and there's losers, but they ain't no big deal because the simple man baby pays the thrills, the bills, and the pills that kill. (laughs) God... We agree with you, John. <laughs> it sucks. I got 206. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's. Uh, should we do, um, uh, Tom wants to talk about Emery. We'll, we'll we'll keep him on hold, and we'll give him these tickets, and we'll get right back to Tom. How about that? And Newsmaker right. Line's coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Okay, no, sure. uh, so we take, uh, Matt's our first up. Uh, we're going to sing for the tickets uh, for the uh, kicks 1015 Crockfest. Leonard Skinner, Travis Tritt, Blackberry Smoke. Matt, you're up, buddy. What do you have for us? Uh, I'll do a little Leonard Skinner. For you all right, all right sir. All
3: right. Well, Mama told me when
5: I was young <laughs> to sit beside me, my only son. <laughs> All right,
4: that's that's plenty for us oh, right God. there. Let's uh, Matt. There's there. Jeff now on News Radio 106.7. Hello, Jeff. Welcome, sir. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What do you got for us? Uh, a little Leonard Skinner. Leonard, right here. Okay.
0: I feel the wind blow outside my door. I've left my woman for a man.
4: <laughs> okay. Well, hold everything there. All right, that was uh, Jeff. Now let's get to Bill on News Radio 106.7. Hello, Bill. Welcome, sir. Hey, camera. Love uh, your show. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I'm going to do some Skinner. Skinner right here. Yep. Well, I used
5: to wake the morning before the rooster crows searching for soda bottles trying to get myself some dough. All righty.
4: Well, there you go. That's Bill. All right. Well, what do you say, boys? And I, I do want to get the time, so let's let's pick one of these three right now. Matt. Matt, what do you say, uh, Brett? I'll go Matt. Matt and Matt. double, triple Matt. Matt on line two is one of the tickets to go see the Festa and the boys of Leonard and Travis and Blackberry Smoke. Congratulations, Matt. Have fun up there, man. All right. Thanks, guys. I uh, appreciate it. Put you on hold. Oh, heartbreaker. No, no. We're teasing. Enjoy. Okay, that's well done. All right, now let me get to Tom here because I want to, before we run out of time, uh, it was hold- you've been holding on for a while. Tom, welcome. Thanks. Uh, what can we do for you, sir? Hey, Tim, I really like the show. You've got to be one of the funniest people I've ever heard. Well, no, it's not me, sir. It's just the program. We're just, just sitting here <laughs> to entertain. Well, I'm an Emory graduate, and I just don't appreciate what you're saying about Emory. I don't think you're being hard enough on those little people. <laughs> well, it's actually, and I should be, I, it's really, I'm really, I'm, uh, I've been negligent about this. My complaint with Emory basically is with ZBT, Zeta Beta Tau, the fraternity that went on spring break and was peeing on veterans and their dogs and throwing beer on them and food and uh, calling them names and was just disgraceful, despicable behavior. And Emory University denied they had anything to do with it. The spokesman for Emory said, Oh, no, there's no proof that we did. Yes, there is. They were there. They know they were there. And and (laughs) University of Florida kicked them out. They shut down ZBT at University of Florida. Emory, I think, gave them a prize. It's just the whole thing. just
2: makes me sick. And as well, they should have kicked them out. You know, they they get yeah. caught, and then they hide under daddy's, you know, coat. Yeah. Spoiled, entitled, it's privileged. Awful. I mean, it's it's, awful.
4: yeah, it's hideous. Well, Tom, I appreciate wait, it. I guess we got right. yeah, Go ahead. There's
3: one other thing I wanted to say sure. about, about a while back you did a piece on a teacher that took all the desks out of the room. Do you remember yes, that? Yes,
4: yes, I do. I'm I still break th- up thinking about that. Well, I wish I could hear it again sometime. It was wonderful. Well, wonderful in place. fact, I may have it in my stack, and if I do, I'll uh, maybe do it before the end of the show.
1: Arkansas, isn't it?
4: God, you know, I've got it right. Uh, let's see if we can find it. I, I know I, I have it in one of my stacks. It may take me a while to try to find it, but it's in one of our stacks either on my desk or on, on our uh, in our file cabinet. All right, it's 209 on News Radio, 1067. 844-404-1067. How about a news break? I should do a little news break line in case you missed it. dear Brett, what do you think? We all okay? So ready to go. Let's see us on the old newsmaker line. Uh, good afternoon. I thought,
3: I thought, <laughs> I thought, I thought, I thought, a it, it. it. it camera. This is Mike Tyson calling.
4: <laughs> hey, champ. How's it going? <laughs> well,
3: you know, I hate to sound bitter, but you know, life just isn't fair.
4: It isn't fair,
3: sir? Well I mean I abuse women and I wind up in prison Floyd Mayweather the biggest women he makes 110 million bucks I mean I don't mean to sound bitter but it's just not fair <laughs> it's just I mean, really not mean if I had to do it all over again Kimma yeah. yeah, you know I would have shot Desirée Johnson in Washington and then that way DA Danny Porter would have pulled some strings to get me released you know
4: <laughs> It's a long arm of the law
3: if I'd taken it as a sugar loaf, the case would have been closed. And, you know, that, <laughs> my friend, is the painful truth. That's some pull up there, <laughs> do Painful truth. To yes, me. Sir, painful. It's not fair. Mayweather made $120 million yeah. Saturday night. Manny yeah. made $56 million. I, Mike Tyson, made a 16-inch piece at my new job at Papa John's. <laughs> <laughs> Police Chief Cassandra Jones had stopped by for a light snack. and I, I said to her, I said, Chief, are you going to take this, that, that to the office? She said, What's an office?
4: <laughs> Not if it's Monday. <laughs>
3: You know, Kimmer, back in the old days when <laughs> yeah. I Mike Tyson yeah. was with Don King and you know I was rolling in the dough. Rolling in the I head. gotta tell you, I thought that I'd seen every luxury known to man, Kimmer. Really? Well, yeah. But yeah. then I got a peek inside the Steve McCoy prize closet. My God, <laughs> it's like a it's like a sax Fifth Avenue in there, Chachi. I mean it's unbelievable. I guess I, a... I guess when the management tells a Kimmer it's not in the budget, they're talking about his budget, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Not the whole station. Just you know, you know. yeah, it's obvious they'll open up the checkbook for shows they really care about, you know, well, shows they're take. invested in, shows they're committed to. Alex, I'll take. Again, you're not really sure who I am, so it's all right. You got to ask yourself a question, Kim. What's I mean, that, if sir? A third grade dropout like Mike Tyson can figure this crap out. Why well, can't hear you? I mean, it's time I'm, to smell the coffee. I have and... a
4: master's degree, for God's sakes. I
3: know. <laughs> uh, Lindsay Lohan just texted me with a few tips. Oh, she, she said. Did? Yeah. You should compliment the officer on his uh, uniform, uh, tell him he's got a great physique, like the way he wears a whole – oh, wait a minute. It's wasted. To... not ways to feel a cop. It's to...
4: <laughs> <laughs> The cop feels that backwards. I worked so hard on that one. <laughs> I know, it, sir. I <laughs> know well you know it's like the you know it's like that group damn mothers against dyslexia again you just you know sometimes
6: There's a stranger in bed. yes
4: there is all right look out it's 212 and it's only the camera on news radio 1067 don't forget uh, yesterday we did not have the podcast on for various reasons but we should have one today uh, all my shows from January 1st are on NewsRadio1067.com, sponsored by showcase photo and video and the boys where we had a lot of fun last Saturday but first it's 212
0: hey that's Sweetie, I got a wax this morning and let's
3: just say you're cleared for landing. Huh? Hey, this is Mark Lemke, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio one oh six seven. You might enjoy it, though I seriously doubt it. This is Al Pacino. (laughs) Yeah. And this portion of the Ken Peterson show is brought to you by Councilwoman Cleta Winslow and Steve McCoy's prize clause. Steve McCoy's (laughs) Prize (laughs) Clause. Name two things that are usually loaded. <laughs> and now here's your host for the time being,
4: Kim Peterson. <laughs> Thank you so much. By the way, our birthdays include Hall of Famer Willie Mays, 84 oh, yeah. today, who turned his back on me and said a bad word when I tried to talk to him once. Also, Babe Ruth hit his first Major League homer for the Red Sox in 1915 on this day. And Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile in Oxford 1954. But first... Holy crap, it's sports and Pete Davis. I don't believe that
1: Bannister fella. (laughs) Anyway, Buckeyes coach Urban Meyer had a pain in his side. Oh. Oh, I thought carriers couldn't get the disease. ho <laughs> oh! Turns out it was his appendix. Oh, boy. So they took it out. Oh. While in there, the docs went ahead and took out his glossary, too. So that's
4: all. Awesome. <laughs> ah, you still have your appendix? Fly
1: ball, yes. right center field. So Long run for Revere. Still going. That ball drops. Oh. It drops between Herrera and Revere, and there is hit number 1,000
4: for Kelly Johnson. There you go. All oh, right What there. a great story.
1: It is. A, Isn't uh, it? I didn't want him on the team back, but you know what? I was wrong.
4: Well, I, we were all wrong. I mean, here's the, Kelly came up as a kid for the Braves yeah. and then disappeared. He's 33 now or something. He wasn't really doing much, and he brought him back, and all of a sudden, he's, the hitting, he's a hitting hero. Yeah, he is. He's like Davey Johnson back yeah. in the 70s. Davey Johnson set here. the record for the Atlanta Braves with most home runs by a second baseman. It was like 44 or 42 yeah. or something yeah. like that.
1: Uh, that was Jim Powell's heard right here last night, your FM home of the Braves, as they got a complete game shutout from Shelby Miller, or as ESPN calls him, Shelly. <laughs> and spanked the Phil's 9 to nothing. Kelly, uh, the 1,000th hit, also had a homer. Yeah. Braves beat writer Mark Bowman wondered if Kelly's marketing bonus will kick in now. Uh, I would think. <laughs> uh, Freddie Freeman also went deep to beat Chad Billingsley. Oh. With the hood. Mm. Same two teams tonight. The 2 1 Jerome Williams for the Phillies against the 1 0 Mike Fulton-Nawitz for us. And I've heard his name pronounced 300 different ways. Well, so I'm I wouldn't even
4: try. Fulton-Nawitz, I think it's pretty Mike, uh, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> picture of Mike, right?
1: Uh, the Braves designated lefty Donnie Veal for assignment. I guess you can say they tried the veal, but sent it back. <laughs> oh, tip your waitress. <laughs> Thank you. Hi-oh. All right. You know, we
4: have one of the only restaurants in the world that has their own veal tank right here in Atlanta. So that's when you can pick out your own, it tastes so much better. It does, doesn't it?
1: Your Atlanta Hawks even up their series at one apiece by taking care of the Wizards. It was a much closer game than everyone thought it should be. Even with Washington not having John Wall because of a swollen hand, Damari Carroll scored 20 or more in uh, six straight games now. So that's good. At the end of the game, Cal Corver got a nosebleed all over his jersey. So he left the court and walked into the tunnel to change shirts. Why? Why? It's 2015. Are women going to faint at the sight of a man's nipples?
4: I think they might. I Have you do. seen his nipples? Man, they're amazing. I dude. don't know about you, but my nipples are hard as a rock who's right now. Got three of them. They're cut glass with these babies. So who's your franchise four for the Phillies? By what now? Franchise four. Oh, franchise. We did it for the Braves yesterday, yeah. and for the Phillies. Well, oh my God, Richie Allen. That's pretty good. Uh, Dick Allen. Uh, uh, Mike Schmidt. That's yeah, Schmidt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Carlton, the pitcher. Carlton, very Steve good. Steve Carlton. Very good. And very good. Uh Richie Head... Oh, what's his name? Oh, Richie I said Richie... Ashburn. I said pirate. Richie Ashburn. But I, I Richie did.
1: Ashburn, dude. yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. I go with Grover Cleveland Alexander. Well, I don't go bad. Steve that. Carlton, Mike Schmidt, and Jimmy Rollins. Those are Jimmy. Mine.
4: Well, you know, Rollins did have like four or five really good years But there. think about this. Where Jim, with the Dodgers, I think, right?
1: Jim Bunning, Larry Boa, Greg Luzinski, Gary Maddox, uh, Robin Roberts, Ryan Howard. Boy, that's Robin Roberts. Ed too. Delahanty, which is an
4: amazing story, the Delahanty yeah. brothers. Cliff Lee, Kurt Schilling. And Curt Schilling. And Cliff Lee. Cliff Lee, you. my God. And, and but, By the way, sorry to interrupt, but one of my favorite visions of all time was watching Greg Luzinski on second base with a single up the middle or something, rounding third and heading for home. And <laughs> you, could, you could see the, the opposing catcher was starting to back away from the plate already because Luzinski was like a freaking buffalo, man. He was, when he was chugging down the third baseline, everybody moved.
1: <laughs> he was a moose. A soccer club in Vienna, Austria may have the funniest mascot in sports. His name is Super Leo the Lion, and inside the suit is a 42 year old man. Yeah. That man celebrated his birthday by going to Lowenfest, where he was promptly overserved with Lowen Brow. <laughs> he then went to the soccer match and bounded onto the we'll field, hold. only to fall flat we'll on his lion face and pass out. <laughs> So tonight, My man, it be
6: loaded. Thank you, you so
1: much. Oh, the NFL has decided that the Patriots probably, likely, supposedly, almost All right. knew about the now. Game.
4: Just a second, okay. It's now May. Uh, this happened in Jan- January. Yeah, late January, and but they're not saying that Tom Brady knowingly had anything to do with it, but he probably did. Probably did. The chances are that he was in part of it or knew something. And Tom Brady, remember Tom Brady was Mr. Boy Scout. When he yeah. went up to that microphone and said, hey, listen, I, I, I don't know anything. This is the first I've heard of it. I mean, he totally what? denied everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Yeah. Gee. Well they're and all it's friends. because well Robert Goodell Kraft, Kraft Robert friends. Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, is a good friend with B- 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 and, Goodell. And Brett
1: pointed out Kraft is running the NFL now, not Goodell. Yeah. Kraft is.
4: Sure seeming like it. Holy cow. Thanks, Pete. I appreciate it, sir. Oh, Pete Davis action right there with the camera thing. On News radio one oh six seven. Coming up the nasty school bus kids. And the driver who's got tired of taking their crap. <clears throat> but first, by a request. In September 2005, a social studies school teacher from Arkansas did something not to be forgotten. On the first day of school, with permission of the school superintendent, the principal, and the building supervisor, this teacher took all the desks out of the classroom. The kids came into the first period. They walked in, no desks. They looked around and said, where's our desks? The teacher said, you can't have a desk until you tell me how you earn them. The kids thought well maybe it's our grades teacher said no that's not it maybe it's our behavior no it's not even your behavior she said so they came and went in the first period still no desks second period same thing third period no desks by early afternoon television news crews had gathered in the classroom to find out about this nut job teacher who had taken all the desks out of the classroom the last period of the day the instructor gathered her class They were at this time sitting on the floor around the sides of the room, and she said throughout the day, no one has really understood how you earn the desks that sit in this classroom ordinarily. Now I'm going to tell you. With that, she went over to the door of her classroom and opened it. And as she did, 27 U.S. veterans wearing their uniforms walked into that classroom, each veteran carrying one school desk. They placed those school desks in rows, and then they stood along the wall where the children were standing before. By the time they had finished placing their desks, those kids for the first time, perhaps in their lives, understood how they earned them. The teacher said, you don't have to earn those desks. These guys did it for you. They put them out there for you. But it's up to you to sit here responsibly, to learn, to be good students and good citizens, because they paid a price for you to have that desk. And don't you ever forget it. That teacher Martha Cothran, by the way was nominated by the Veterans of Foreign Wars in 2006 as teacher of the year. 227 on News Radio 1067 and if you're wondering Scope's even shows this is a true story. A happy true story with a great ending. And Snopes too. Scope Snopes well if you whether you like mouthwash or uh, you know fact checkers, they either had one. Trial. Hey, it's a mouthwash and a fact checker. Cow, it's two facts checker washes and one. It's a for the Kimmer. It's a topping, you cow. <laughs> I use it on my hair. <laughs> 227.
3: <laughs> this is Mike Tyson, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson show. I'm not sure why. The Kimmer show's so bad Van Vander Holyfield heard it and then asked me to bite off his other ear. Anyway, listen to the Kimmer. Weekdays noon to three, if you can stand it, on News Radio 1067. This is Ralph Sparrow. And this portion of the Uh, Kim Peterson Show uh, is brought to you by Sheriff Victor Hill. Yesterday, Victor was accused of being short with reporters. (laughs) How can he help it? The man is four foot nine. And now, here's your host, a man whose final wife would never let me finish. Can I finish, please, Larry?
4: Here's your host, Kim Peterson. (laughs) Thank you so much. Where's Ross Perot when you need him to liven up the Republican debates? Mercy! It's only me, it's only the Kimmer 234. News Breakline's coming up here shortly. Oh, we may have a special live late edition of the News line here in just one second. First, Nicki Minaj is joining the cast of Barbershop 3. Nicki Minaj will play a sassy hairdresser named Dreya who works in the beauty salon of the barbershop. Ice Cube, Common, and Cedric the Entertainer, among others, who will be joining her for Barbershop 3. There you are. Can't wait to find that out if you can. All right, 235. Hey, wait a minute. There's a special late live edition of the old uh, News Megaline. Good afternoon. This is the city, Lawrenceville, <laughs> Georgia. <laughs>
3: <laughs> when sawed-off little sheriffs get special treatment, now the rest of us would get...
4: Where's my mic? There you go. No, no. We're not playing the tape. We're going live. It's extra live. We're going live. <laughs> Sorry. Let's do it live. <laughs> Let's do a live. Where's Don? All right, hold on a second. And now, the News line. Good afternoon. <laughs> Hello, is this Kicks 101.5?
3: Can I speak to Dallas and win some of those tickets? Sure, thing, sir. I'm so glad to hear you've taken over the frequency. It's too bad that you never mentioned News Radio
4: 106.7. Well, they they mention you every god in no, no, 15
3: minutes, no, you no, know.
4: Sir. First things first. This isn't Kicks. No, it's not. Like they say over there in Kicks, yeah. Uh, Uh, You scratch our back and
3: we'll stab yours.
0: (laughs) I don't say that, sir. Well,
3: Mr. Heston, three more (laughs) candidates have entered the presidential race for 2016. And I have to tell you, sir, sir. this GOP field is getting as packed as the Steve McCoy prize clause. (laughs) And it's unbelievable. (laughs) It's overflowing with goodies (laughs) that an insignificant host like Kim Peterson could only dream of. Because from the day he got there, he's been ignored, neglected, abandoned, shunned, stuck in a no, it's corner, all right, sir. set aside, disregarded. <laughs> we pay no be... attention to it. him <laughs> as, as if he didn't exist. Unnoticed, yourself. forgotten. My God's sake, sir!
4: <laughs> Thank okay, okay, no. sh- you, Stack. <laughs> Thank you, Robert Stack. <laughs>
3: Hey, somebody want to play a random sound in the middle of this again? That'd be nice. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Screw you, pal! I was just kidding.
4: Sweetness this.
3: Now it's time for a visitor from the east, the amazing Chernak. The Magnificent. The Magnificent. The answer to this question is you'll get nothing and like it.
4: You'll get nothing and like it. What did the promotion director just say to the Kimmer? (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, she doesn't know who I am. Shrimp on the Barbie. Shrimp on the Barbie.
3: What would you get if Barbie dumped Ken for Victor Hill? <laughs> Shrimp. Shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> Thank you. Shrimp. Lukovic could be next. Lukovic could be next. What's the upside to targeting cartoonists? <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of cop (laughs) hatred and plagiarism in our lifetime. That's what (laughs) I say. One rock will do it. Yes. I'm Charlie (laughs) Tilton. I hold in my hand (laughs) the final envelope (laughs) for this (laughs) afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Thank God, yes. May your only daughter's wedding singer be Belinda Skelton. (laughs) Here comes the bride. Don't she look nice? (laughs) You know, my eyesight is just
6: right. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> the answer to this question is we do it for kicks. We do it for kicks. Name something kicks never does for us. <laughs> Thank you so much.
4: Here with the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. <laughs> Look out. 238, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 106. Oh. Stinking spell! All right, hold on, you stupid stickin'. Oh, well, if I got a great story for you, I think I have time to do it too. Heart-wrenching, sweetness spell story. Doctor Frank May. Doctor Frank Mayfield was touring Tewksbury Institute. On his way out, he accidentally collided with an elderly floor maid. To cover the awkward moment, Dr. Mayfield started asking questions. How long you worked here? I've worked here since the place opened, the maid said. What can you tell me about the history of the place? He said, well, I don't think I can tell you anything, but I can show you something. She took his hand, led him down to the basement under the oldest section of the building, pointed to one of the small prison cells, iron bars rusted with age, and she said, that's the cage where they used to keep Annie. Who's Annie, the doctor said? Well, Annie was a young girl who was brought in here because she was incorrigible. Nobody could do anything with her. She'd bite, scream, throw her food. Doctors and nurses couldn't examine her or anything. I'd seen them trying to spit and scratch at him. I was only a few years younger and myself, and I used to think, man, I sure would hate to be locked up in a cage like that. The girl said I wanted to help her, but I didn't have any idea what I could do. I mean, if the doctors and nurses couldn't help her, what could someone like me do? I didn't know what else to do, so I just baked her some brownies one night after work. The next day, I brought them in. I walked carefully to her cage And said, Annie, I baked these brownies for you. I'll put them right here on the floor. You can come out and get them if you want. And I got out of there just as fast as I could. I was afraid she might throw them at me, but she didn't. She took the brownies and ate them. After that, she was a little bit nicer to me when I was around. And sometimes I'd talk to her. Once I even got her laughing. One of the nurses noticed this and said she told the doctor they asked me if I'd help them with Annie. And I said, I sure would if I could. That's how it came about that every time they wanted to see Annie or examine her, the doctors or the nurses, I went into the cage first and explained everything, calmed her down, and held her hand, which is how they discovered that Annie was basically blind. After they'd been working with her for a year, it was tough sledding with Annie, the Perkins Institute for Blind opened its doors. They were able to help her when she went on to study and become a teacher herself. Annie came back to the Tewksbury Institute to visit one time and see what she could do to help out. At first, the director didn't say anything, and then he thought about a letter he had just received. A man had written to him about his daughter. She was absolutely unruly, almost like an animal. He'd been told she was blind and deaf as well as deranged. He was at his wit's end. He didn't know what to do. He had put her in an asylum or what. She wrote, to, uh, he wrote rather, to ask if he knew of anybody at that institute, any teacher who would come to the house and work with his troublesome daughter. And that is how Annie Sullivan became the lifelong companion of Helen Keller. When Helen Keller received the Nobel Prize, she was asked who had the greatest impact on her life, and she said, Annie Sullivan. But Annie Sullivan said, no, Helen, the woman who had the greatest influence on both our lives was a floor made at the Tewksbury Institute. And the postscript History is changed when one person asks, What can someone like me do? Story of Annie. And how she hid from the Nazis for 20 years in that attic. God, I can't get All over All three it. of them. <laughs> 242 with a Kimmer. News Radio. 106.7. Do
2: you know
0: what it's like to be married to a wonderful man for 14 years?
2: No, nope. oh, I can't say <laughs> that I do. <laughs> the Kimmer Show Podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. This is Richard Dawson, and this portion of the
3: Kimmer Show is brought to you by Hundred People Survey, Top Five Answers on the Board. Give me the over and under on the Kimmer program. (laughs) Show me May 15th, number one answer. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you
4: so much. (laughs) Look out. 249, it's only me. It's only the Kimmera News Radio 1067. You know the show The Price is Right. Drew Carey, the host these days. Well. A contestant named Danielle was on the show the other day, and she is in a wheelchair. So she came rolling down the aisle, got to the contest, and won. And her grand prize was a sauna and a treadmill. So everybody started going, oh, my God, They should just give her the money. And actually, Danielle says, oh, come on, relax. It was funny. You know, it's no big deal. She'll take the sauna. Even though it does not have a handicapped accessibility ramp into it. But she got screwed either way. But anyway, no big deal. And how would you like to see this? A guy who was uh, doing some uh, rafting or snorkeling in the area of the Colorado River near Siena Springs, Arizona. He was rafting and um, he, he looked down. And is snorkeling and he saw two skeletons in the Colorado River in lawn chairs wearing sunglasses. Skeletons in lawn chairs in the river in Arizona, in the Colorado River. So he called the authorities and says, oh, my God, what a horrible thing. It was fake. Somebody staged a couple of skeletons in lawn chairs wearing sunglasses in the Colorado River. Can you imagine the sight of that snorkeling along and you see under the water these two skeletons in weird like chaise lounges with sunglasses? I mean, that's funny. I don't care what you think. I right, look got 250. And uh, the difference between the sexes, well, I think we can prove that right here. Little known facts differences between men and women. It takes seven seconds for food to pass from mouth to stomach. A human hair can hold three kilograms of weight. The length of a male appendage is three times the length of his thumb. The femur is as hard as concrete. A woman's heart beats faster than a man's. Women blink two times as much as men. We use 300 muscles just to keep our balance when we stand up. A woman has read this entire text. A man is still looking at his thumb. <laughs> Thank you. two hundred fifty one, how about a Newsbreak Alliance? See us on there. Good afternoon. This is the
3: city, Lawrenceville, Georgia.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> when sawed off little sheriffs get special treatment, none of the rest of us would get, that's where I come in. My name's Friday. I carry a BS detector. <laughs>
4: in the badge. Hey Sergeant Friday. Well, Kimmer,
3: the DA's <laughs> office is sure taking their sweet time on fall- oh, yeah. filing charges on Sheriff Victor Hill of Clayton County in that shooting. Sweet time. <laughs> yeah, Joe, talk about a real loaf to judgment. <laughs> <laughs> They got Leslie Wiggins working the case or something. I mean, <laughs> Dexter King in charge of this investigation. <laughs> you know, Joe, I haven't seen this much foot dragon since Heather Mills appeared on Dancing with the Stars.
4: Oh, my God. Oh, no. oh my sex. Oh, wow.
3: Yeah, partner, what was the musical number that uh, Heather Mills did on Dancing with the Stars? Will it go around in circles? Will
4: <laughs> he go around? like the stand on air, sir.
3: You know, I hate to sound like a black helicopter conspiracy kind of guy, yes, but sir. someone is pulling the strings for Victor Hill. Oh, what, really? Oh, you mean like Jim Henson used to do when he was a member of the Muppets? <laughs> you know, I think it was humiliating, Joe, the way Victor was ter- asked to turn in his street clothes. You, you really think that was humiliating? Oh, yeah, I mean, Sears isn't putting out a new line of geranimals for adults until this <laughs> fall. I mean, what the hell is he supposed to wear?
4: Oh, geranimals.
3: I don't think Victor Kimmer should be asked to turn into his turn in his badge. I his just badge. don't believe that. Well, what do you mean? Sir? I mean, well, do you know how many boxes of Cracker Jacks his mommy had to buy to get him that badge? I mean,
6: <laughs> oh, what are they going to want
3: next? His cap gun and <laughs> secret decoder <Dakota> ring? <laughs> <laughs> You're going way back there. I was. <laughs> I mean how many box tops does a little kid have to cut off to get a Dakota ring? Yes, sir. Now, Kimmer, you know, we, we sound like we're being tough on yeah, Victor t- Hill, but after all, for God's sakes, the yes. man is a fellow law enforcement officer. Yes, I guess we be should be getting yeah. giving him the benefit of the doubt. But I'll tell you one thing, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Say what you will about Victor Hill. Yeah. When he shoots down a real estate appros- proposal, he really... Oh. 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 Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Well, we better go on that one, Well, you before know, you I... go, Sergeant
4: Friday, I know I, I, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but I have no skill with the ladies, none whatsoever. And I know you're kind of a, you got that great reputation as a, as a man who really knows how to how to make the ladies feel good? Can you give me like a tip or something you might tell a woman when you're making love to her? Something I can I could use. What
3: I say when I'm making love to a woman, yeah, Sergeant yes. Joe Friday? Yes, I look sir. her right in the eye. and Say, "You want to slow it down, man?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what the Kimmer's final wife used to say? What's that? Hail, hell, the gang's all hey, here.
4: Now wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Thank right you again. so very Keep much. Going. Thanks, boys. <laughs> Look out, it's only me, it's only the cover. 254, a news radio, 1067, 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. And in Arizona, a school bus driver got so fed up with the little brats on his school bus that he refused to let them off the bus. <laughs> and he got to the bus stops, and the parents are waiting, and he would not open the door because they were little brats. And the videotape or the uh, the camera, security camera on the bus, captured it all. Oh, no, your parents are going to be upset. They're going to be getting upset with you because it's your fault you're not getting off the bus. It's your fault you're not getting off the bus. And then the little kids. Help us! Help us! And those little kids are saying, I want my daddy. I want my daddy. <laughs> well, now they're going to look at the videotape and see whether this guy has got a leg to stand on. But remember up in uh, in Dalton, those two Georgia cops uh, read those kids a riot actor, but so bratty the school bus driver couldn't control them. And the, and the two Dalton cops got suspended. And, uh, well, we at the Kimmer Show took care of them, though, for Christmas time. Sent them their salary they would have made and told the chief he made a terrible error in judgment. Anyway, uh, and Chuck Norris is saying that he, he's afraid that a, a military exercise planned for July and August in six different states, including Texas, he believes, Chuck Norris believes, it'll actually give the government a chance to take over Texas. And Chuck Norris, you know, he's, uh, he's not very wrong about things very often. For example, uh, when Chuck Norris enters a room, he doesn't turn the lights on, he turns the dark off. <laughs> when Bruce Banner gets mad, he turns into the Hulk. When the Hulk gets mad, he turns into Chuck Norris. When Chuck Norris gets mad, you better run. Chuck Norris beat the Sun in a staring contest. Chuck Norris was once charged with three attempted murders in Boulder, Colorado, but the judge dropped the charges because Chuck Norris does not attempt murder in any way. (laughs) If it looks like chicken, tastes like chicken, feels like chicken, but Chuck Norris says it's beef, it's beef! (laughs) All right, anyway... Look out! It's, all, it's the news people! The respectability people are coming up next here on News Radio 107. Oh, crap! I broke my pelvic sling. Son of a...
3: This is William Shadner. And thank you for listening to a replay of the Kimmer show. If you like what you heard, you must be one sick individual. What the hell's wrong with you, man? Listen to the Kimmer Monday through Friday noon to 3 on News Radio 1067.
1: Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting
3: next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games